Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 9th of November, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 80, Joel 1, 1 through 13, Revelation 18, 15 through 24, and the Gospel of Luke 14, 12 through 24. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us, through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Psalm 80 Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might, and come to save us. Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. O God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us the scorn of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. 
It took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why then have you broken down its walls so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? The boar from the forest ravages it and all that move in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted. They have burned it with fire, they have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your, of your countenance. But let your hand be upon the one at your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life, and we will call on your name. Restore us, O sovereign God of hosts. Let your face shine, that we may be saved. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Joel, chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. Hear this, O elders, give ear, all inhabitants of the land. Has such a thing happened in your days or in the days of your ancestors? Tell your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. What the cutting locust left, the swarming locust has eaten. What the swarming locust left, the hopping locust has eaten. When, and what the hopping locust left, the destroying locust has eaten. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep, and wail, all you wine drinkers, over the sweet wine, for it is cut off from your mouth, for a nation has invaded my land, powerful, powerful and innumerable. Its teeth are lion's teeth, and it has the fangs of a lioness. It has laid waste my vines and splintered my fig trees. It has stripped off their bark and thrown it down. Their branches have turned white. Lament like a virgin dressed in sackcloth for the husband of her youth. For the grain offering and the drink offering are cut off from the house of God. The priests mourn, the ministers of God. The fields are devastated, the ground mourns. The grain is destroyed, the wine dries up, the oil fails. Be dismayed, you farmers, wail, you vine dressers, over the wheat and the barley, for the crops of the field are ruined. The vine withers, the fig tree droops, pomegranate, palm, and apple, all the trees of the field are dried up. Surely joy withers away among the people. Put on sackcloth and lament, you priests, wail, you ministers of the altar, come, Pass the night in sackcloth, you ministers of my God. Grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle C, the Song of Hannah. My heart exalts in you, O God. My triumph song is lifted in you. My mouth derides my enemies, for I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like you, nor any rock to be compared to you, our God. Do not heap up prideful words or speak in arrogance. Only God is knowing and weighs all actions. The bows of the mighty are broken. 
but the weak are clothed in strength. Those once full now labor for bread. Those who hungered now are well fed. The childless woman has borne sevenfold, while the mother of many is forlorn. God destroys and brings to life, casts down and raises up, gives wealth or takes it away, humbles and dignifies. God raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with the rulers and inherit a place of honor. For the pillars of the earth are God's, on which the whole earth is founded. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 18, verses 15 through 24. The merchants of these wares who gained wealth from her will stand far off in fear of her torment, weeping and mourning aloud. Alas, alas, the great city, clothed in fine linen, in purple and scarlet, adorned with gold, with jewels and with pearls. For in one hour all this waste, all this wealth has been laid waste. And all shipmasters and seafarers, sailors and all whose trade is on the sea, stood far off and cried out as they saw the smoke of her burning. What city was like the great city? And they threw dust on their heads as they wept and mourned, crying out, Alas, alas, the great city, where all who had ships at sea grew rich by her wealth. For in one hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heaven you saints and apostles and prophets, for God has given judgment for you against her. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, With such violence Babylon the great city will be thrown down and will be found no more, and the sound of harpists and minstrels and of flutists and trumpeters will be heard in you no more. And an artisan of any trade will be found in you no more, and the sound of the millstone will be heard in you no more, and the light of a lamp will shine in you no more. For your merchants were the magnates of the earth, and all nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in you was found the blood of prophets and of saints, and of all who have been slaughtered on earth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle Q, A Song of Christ's Goodness. Jesus, as a mother, you gather your people to you. You are gentle with us as a mother with her children. Often you weep over our sins and our pride. Tenderly you draw us from hatred and judgment. You comfort us in sorrow and bind up our wounds. In sickness you nurse us and with pure milk you feed us. Jesus, by your dying we are born to new life. By your anguish and labor, we come forth in joy. Despair turns to hope through your sweet goodness. Through your gentleness, we find comfort in fear. Your warmth gives life to the dead. Your touch makes sinners righteous. Jesus, in your mercy, heal us. In your love and tenderness, remake us. In your compassion, bring grace and forgiveness. For the beauty of heaven, may your love prepare us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Luke, according to Luke, <laughs> Luke chapter 14, verses 12 through 24. Jesus also said to the one who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. One of the dinner guests on hearing this said to Jesus, Blessed is anyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then Jesus said to this one, Someone gave a great dinner and invited many. At the time for the dinner, this one sent their slave to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready now. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to the one who invited them, I have bought a piece of land and I must go out and see it. Please accept my regrets. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I am going to try them out. Please accept my regret. My re <laughs> Please accept my regrets. I'm a little tongue-tied this morning. I'm sorry, my friends. Another said, I have just been married and therefore I cannot come. So the slave returned and reported this to their master. Then the owner of the house became angry and said to their slave, Go out at once into the streets and lanes of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the slave said, Sir, what you ordered has been done, and there is still room. Then the master said to the slave, Go out into the roads and lanes and compel people to come in, so that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those who were invited will taste my dinner. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Our reading from Joel reminds me of the crisis that our globe is, that our world, that our planet is in. Um, global warming and trash and the terrible effects of mankind's careless sovereignty over the earth and the prophet here is is really like screaming at the people like things are not okay look wake up do something about it but what I think is really interesting here is that what he's saying to do about it is to pray to intercede to pray on behalf of all of the people and he especially turns to the priests as the ministers of the altar is how he puts it, ministers of my God. He's like, listen, this is directly affecting you. You don't have the offerings. Wake up and see. Come, do what you, you're supposed to do. <laughs> you know, this is, this is your job. Um, intercessory prayer, communal repentance, offerings. And I think that it's wonderful that so many of our ministers are awake and praying and interceding 
And I think that we are hopefully seeing some results of that. And also, there are a lot that are not, that are not doing their job as intercessors for the people. I'm not saying that they're, that the priests and ministers are a gateway between us and God. I believe that we have direct access to God. But I also believe that there is a special role that ministers have where they look not just at the individual, but at the community and this communal intercession, this communal repentance, this communal healing is the very special and very, I guess I would say the holy burden of the ministers. And I think that there are some in our communities that, that are not, um, intercessors for healing. And my prayer is that we would all, cause even lay people are ministers to some degree. Well, I don't want to say to some degree cause that makes it sound like less than, but in a different way. My prayer is that we would all intercede, that we would all pray, and that out of that prayer we would be guided to action. Amen. Quite frankly, I feel like what happens to Babylon in our reading from Revelation is what happens when a community looks the other way and does not heed. Babylon here is personified, but also is a representative, right, um, of idolizing wealth, of greed, and of excess. And that's what we have done. We have looked away from the earth that is part of creation with us that we are meant to live in harmony with, that we are meant to be symbiotic with. And instead, we have enslaved the earth and treated her, if you will, as we continue to personify poorly. We are going the way of Babylon. And I feel like the prophet Joel, I feel like there are many screaming and yelling, you know, wake up. Don't you see it's affecting you directly? Don't you see? I think in this way, to an extent, we are all like the invited guests. We're invited to this beautiful celebratory feast, this harmonious, rhythmic living with all of creation, and we turn up our noses at it. We give excuses, time, money, ease, whatever they are, and we turn away. It is grievous, to say the least. And then we assume that because here in Babylon, we enjoy wealth and excess and privilege. 
we assume that there is a correlation between that and what we will enjoy in our eternal life. And there is not a correlation, my friends. And we need to wake up. And we need to repent. And we need to intercede with prayer and through the discernment of the Holy Spirit be led through prayer to action to reverse these terrible trends. And it is not too late. It is never too late in God's time. We are told that throughout the Holy Scriptures. It is not too late, but it can never be too soon. May we see and return. May we come to God's table. May we run joyfully into the fellowship of all God's creation and work as co-creators with God themselves. To restore the harmony for which God intended everything to live together. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, all this I pray. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Let us use as we have been the prayers from the Iona Abbey worship book in place of suffrages. These prayers are found beginning on page 12. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us, and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. 
May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. The Collect for Proper 27 O God, whose blessed incarnate came into the world, that they might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that, having this hope, we may purify ourselves as Christ is pure, that when Christ comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like Christ in their eternal and glorious sovereignty. Where Christ lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for the Nation Sovereign God Almighty, you have made all the peoples of the earth for your glory, to serve you in freedom and in peace. Give to the people of our country a zeal for justice and the strength of forbearance, that we may use our liberty in accordance with your gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for the Renewal of Life O God, Sovereign Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet in the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us use as we have been the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, at this time we intercede on behalf of all of your people, and we repent for the grievous and abusive way in which we have treated your creation. We repent. We return to you. We seek the harmony that you created us to live in with all your creation. We ask for your guidance and your help. We offer ourselves up as co-creators and workers with you for restoration and healing. In the holy name of your begotten, Jesus Christ, all this we pray. 
Amen. Let us pray together the prayer of St. Christostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear. Our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.